Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yes, indeed, it is the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, sir, David Shrubs on the ones and twos. Chris Strong also hanging out with us. Appreciate you, fellas. And thank you for listening here on your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champion, 105.3 The Fan. Your Dallas Mavericks get a win on this uh, Thursday evening, 122-108. to Before we talk more about that, I should uh, remind you that we had a little bit of breaking news on the evening that was that uh, from Tom Pelissero of NFL Network, he's an insider there, he let us know that the Cowboys are expected to hire Mike Zimmer as the next defensive coordinator of your Cowboys. David Moore of the Dallas Morning News uh, talked to or, you know, got a little bit of information and quotes from Jerry Jones. Uh, As of 16 minutes ago, he tweeted, that Jerry Jones said, quote, literally, it's time to get things worked out right now. I mean, as we are speaking, I've got phones with me. I'm working on it. Close quote. That's Jerry Jones uh, and what he told the morning news on his way to the NFL honor ceremony, which is happening right now. And so that means discussions are in the final stages for Mike Zimmer to become the defensive coordinator of your Dallas Cowboys. Uh, yeah, it seems like the mood that we all are kind of wanting to happen based on the candidates. And it seems like things are Pushing forward, obviously, we'll wait for the terms and all the deals of the legalities and contract and money and all that stuff to come out. But speaking of NFL honors, Justin Jefferson is literally wearing sparkles right now. Yeah, man. He's wearing a gray sparkle suit right now, which is quite blinding to the eyes, I might say. Yeah, look, I kind of really miss the times when it was very apparent that all of these things, especially when we talk about the draft, NFL, NBA, whatever, that these dudes were dressing themselves. Right, I miss that time because it's it's apparent now that you know these guys have stylists, and of course some of them are more fashion inclined now than you were maybe twenty years ago. But I miss the era, especially talking about twenty or legitimately twenty one years ago. You remember the O three NBA draft? Mm-hmm. You remember them suits? Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. Like that added a level of entertainment that made the draft additionally entertaining. Besides just the idea that we wanted to see where people went, we were like, "Yo, what are these dudes gonna bring out here?" Now, look, it's it's good. Right. There's there's different stuff happening, but it's not as fun. It's not as fun to just be like, hey, that's clearly somebody with a lot of money and a stylist that wanted to make a statement. But I feel like the statement is actually not as big as a statement that could be if they wore something that was a little bit unbefitting of the circumstances. I, I, I think the, the stylist thing, it, it makes it not fun, man. I feel like you can have someone that helps you find um, places to buy stuff, but shouldn't dress you if you want to take if you want to take the credit. You can, you I'm can, not talking if, about credit. I feel like we're on different lanes here. You, 
Well, I, I see. Well, I, I'm talking about giving guys credit for dressing good and not dressing good. And I'll give them that do, credit, right? They, they the spent the money. No, nah, see, just spending the money ain't enough for me. You got to be able to put it together. And if your stylist says put this with that and that color with that, then you didn't do much work. Now, you still got to make it look fire. But if the stylist just says, hey, go to this place, it's a good place to buy stuff, cool. But the guys that, um, you know, are just taking what the stylist says and putting it on, I don't give too much credit because a lot of ins and outs, a lot of ins and outs of it. And we have a new Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Uh, we, we've gotten some, some news from NFL honors. C.J. Stroud, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Will Anderson, Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett, and Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, but let's talk about your Dallas Mavericks. Let's do it. Get a big-time win um, in New York against one of the better teams in the East, of course. They they had a little bit of injury circumstances, and it's trade deadline day, so there's a lot of people who are not available for both teams because uh, they were either traded or they were traded to the team and they're not yet uh, able to link up with the team. But no Jalen Brunson because he tweaked his ankle a couple of nights ago. No uh, OG Ananobi. He ends up... Uh, getting surgery today, oddly enough. And Julius Randle had previously been injured, so your Dallas Mavericks just needed to do what they were supposed to do with Luka and Kyrie both in tow, even though there was no Derek Lively. And they do just that. 122-108 to 108 is the final. Luka Doncic with 36 and 11. 36 points, 11 assists. Um, Josh Green um, seems to be like a notable check-in, as I've, I've Deemed this the year of question marks. He was one of those question marks coming to the season. Mm-hmm. And right now he's looking pretty good, man. Yeah. Uh, Josh Green making me not look like a dummy up here for defending him. Um, he, he's doing well. He's shooting it confidently. Five for nine tonight, 15 points, giving you six rebounds, three assists. So he's a guy that's kind of slotted himself into that starting role. But Derek Jones Jr. also got the start tonight. Notably also had 18 points. Uh, perfect from the line, five for seven from the field. So those guys supplementing. 15 here, 18 here. You get 16 from Kyrie, which you would probably consider a little bit of a down night. I mean, I'm not reading into that. I'm just saying as far as the box score goes, yeah. you're hopefully, you know, at, hoping to get 20, 22 from him at minimum. Um, and you probably will get that on most nights. Tim Hardaway chips in with 19. So if you can get what we're getting right here, minus, let's say, five from Derrick Jones, maybe five from Luka, and add that to, you know, a P.J. Washington you're feeling pretty good about how the Mavs are going forward as far as their offensive output and their defensive output looks like it's trending in the right way against a, a hot Knicks team, obviously without all of their main guys out there. But yeah, it's without, still the, a, without the engine, yeah. really, of this no, no Jalen, no chance is how my mom put it. So I, I, I would agree with that in, in turn. But this was a good time for some of those guys that are fighting for that last starting spot, that sixth, seventh spot, to kind of show the coaches what these guys get here. Josh. Derek Jones, obviously Exum's hurt. Jaden Hardy to not hopefully get left out of the rotation and be part of that core moving forward because we're getting close to playoff time. And these are the times where you show, hey, someone's out of the lineup, I can produce 15 to 20. Someone's in the lineup, I can still give you 12 and play good defense. And uh, Jason Kidd, Nico, Mark, they're all looking at games like this and games in the future to see who's going to be in that playoff rotation. And I think guys like you named Josh Green and Jones Jr. gave themselves a big boost to be thought of in that big time lineup as we come closer to postseason yeah you really got to hope that Josh Green is finding a level of stability mm-hmm. where his game is what his game is regardless of what changes around him because there's a big change coming uh we mentioned it earlier and I'll, I'll re-rack it your Mavericks were active at the NBA trade deadline uh deadline was 2 p.m central time earlier today and before we got to that mark the the Mavericks had added two new faces to the team one of those being Daniel Gafford from the Washington Wizards. He's a backup big, or at least he very much will be on your Dallas Mavericks. 
They give up um, Rashawn Holmes and a first-round pick, that first-round pick that they acquired from the Oklahoma City Thunder in a separate deal. And then P.J. Washington of the Charlotte Hornets will join your Dallas Mavericks. You give up Grant Williams, who had had just a really rough stint after his first month here. They at, sent that boy to purgatory out yeah, in Charlotte. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> they might actually bully him there. I'm not going to lie. Right? All, all that all that uh, teacher's pet energy and, over there and, with them cats is not really trying to win or nothing. They might he, bully him. He just came out with the quote with, uh, it's so, you know, it's really easy to get shots of Luka. He makes the game so easy. I have all these open shots. And, um... Now you're going to Charlotte, buddy. Yeah. Um, Charlotte. Best of luck to you. The fits will look good, right? Fits will look well, good. Well, at least the, the on-court fits. On, on-court uh, fits. But, yes, Grant Williams, Seth Curry, you say bye to him again after for yet another what, time what, in how this many times history. Is this? I don't remember. He's been, I think he's been traded three times. Three separate times he has been traded from the Mavericks to another team. He knows what it is. He's a veteran journeyman in this league. He knows he, how this goes. You think he comes back? Uh, I mean, look, the way that his journey is gone, he might retire here. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so just to set this up, you have Grant Williams, Seth Curry, Curry and a first round pick all going to the Charlotte Hornets in order to acquire PJ Washington. And so you have a st- probably a starting four in PJ Washington, a backup big in Daniel Gafford. You got a lot taller yeah. in this deadline. But I mentioned all that to bring back to Josh Green is you have a new starter who's going to be there. And I do wonder if he's able to, Josh Green is able to maintain that stability of maybe giving you somewhere around 11, 12, 13 mm-hmm. in that range. And if that's consistent, I think the Mavs are happy. Right. But now you're going to be trying to integrate another player who might be an offensive, yeah. not focal point, but one of those people that you need to get the ball to yeah. in certain aspects. And I, I hope that Josh Green can maintain the stability that he seemed to find mm-hmm. over the last few weeks mm-hmm. once you had that those kind of big pieces change in with, with what's and, happening. Here. And, and I will say, I was doing a little bit of reading and kind of hearing what the Hornets fans had to say about P.J. because they obviously watch a lot more intensely. I don't know if me and you were just tuning into Hornets games willingly every day. Apparently, P.J.'s <laughs> no. uh, defense, especially his defensive rating, wasn't the most inspiring thing to see, especially in the paint. So there might be something we have to watch as far as that. But I... My point, and originally said, and I think Reggie echoed the same point, is we are not saying he is a plus defender in, to- in totality, but he is a plus defender in comparison to what Grant Williams was giving you this season. Grant was becoming unplayable. Yeah. It, it was to the point where he was falling out of the rotation, even in some bench rotations. Like, when the Mavs were up by 20 or down by 20 late in the games, Grant Williams was in the game in the last minute. Like, he wasn't even the pull him out of the game, rest him guy. He was the guys eating up minutes. So I'm like, you got three guys that were not playing. They literally were not playing for you for the most part to guys that you are going to be getting big minutes. Gafford will start some games and come off the bench. I'm sure he'll finish some games and um, Lively will finish the others. I'm sure they'll yeah, be Yeah, depending moments. on what we talk about with uh, foul trouble and yep. things like that. And, and apparently yeah. Gafford is a guy that averages about three and a half fouls a game. So him and Lively, going to be aggressive. But hey, that's 48 minutes of 6'10 or bigger center minutes from guys that are good around the rim. I, I think I saw a stat today. Exum, Gafford, and Lively are the only three players in the NBA with a above a true shooting percentage of above 70%. So it's guys that shoot very well, very effectively, especially around the rim. And you got some, hopefully some high IQ guys. We'll see how well they integrate into the new system. But right now it's cooking right now. Good win. Even without them. I know it's a Jalen and OG list. Um, Knicks still a good basketball team. Dante DiVincenzo was trying to do his uh, Jalen Brunson impression. What did he have tonight? He had 36 of them things. 36. Don't forget Josh Hart. Apparently, I didn't realize he became a three point shooter at some Mm -hmm. point in his career. He knocked down a a few threes. Mm -hmm. He had 23, but not enough 
to match up against the 36 Luka put down. And then what was nice is seeing four starters and five Mavericks in total in double digits. And I'm not just talking about 10 or 11. We had, There's multiple guys, 15, 16, 18, 19, all yep. on your Dallas Mavericks team. And they, that all helps your Mavericks uh, win 122-108 to 108 over the New York Knicks. And if you take a look at the standings, right, like they still sit in eighth as of right now. They're a game back of Sacramento, but you've got to hope that they can quickly integrate Daniel Gafford, which helps them maintain size even when they, you know, when Lively is either hurt or, I mean, which I don't anticipate happening very often, but if he's, you know, in foul trouble, those types of things. And then also with P.J. Washington, hoping, hopefully giving you something a little bit more consistent than Grant Williams was able to. Maybe, just maybe, this is a team that could climb out of that play-in situation that they're at and contend with the likes of the Suns and the Pelicans for one of those established, stable playoff spots um, and maybe make a little bit of a run. Speaking of, so I I think this Saturday is our next game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. That is correct. Uh, Two o'clock here in Dallas. The availability of the new guys they acquired, P.J. Washington, Gafford, and then the guys they already had, Lively and Exum, all four of those are still up in the air as far as injuries, um, obviously pinning physicals with the trades and whatnot. If you have all those guys, I don't want to say I feel good about a W because they're very new, Lively coming out. That one's probably we can chalk up probably an L against Oklahoma City Thunder. Then you play the Wizards, Spurs, I would say two Ws. Then you play the Suns, I would I would – they're playing really good basketball. How would you, do you feel about that one? Oh no, the Suns are tough. They also had some additions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, look, that that could be a toss up, but it would be a tough goal for sure. Yeah, and then they they finish out the month of February with the Pacers, Cavs, and Raptors, which I think Cavs have been playing good basketball. Pacers have been great kind basketball, of up and, in fact. Yeah, what is it? Fourteen out of the last fifteen, they something, won something like that. Yeah, Pacers are kind of been up and down with Halliburton's injury, and then the Raptors obviously aren't very. Good I don't know what they're right doing. Now. We'll talk more about them later. So it, it, it's at a place where you can you can realistically go one, two, three, four, five, five and two, five and two maybe at best in these next seven games to finish out February. And right now, like Reggie said, you, you're sitting eighth. You're two games, two games out of that five spot. Okay, yeah. So. Suns are thirty and twenty one in the five spot. All the teams in front of you have twenty one losses. So it's right there for the taking if you can go on a little run to end uh, February. There you go. And uh, that begins on Saturday at the AAC when they take on the Oklahoma City Thunder. I believe tip is at 2 p.m. Yeah, we're tipped on that one. Um, Let's get right right here on 105.3 The Fan after your Mavs get a 122-108 win in New York. Coming up next, let's let's continue talking about Super Bowl 58. More things to know for this game. We'll do it next on The Fan. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. Hm. Instacart for the win. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatuli here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, sir, Ski. Thanks for rocking with us on a Thursday evening in the Metroplex. A lot of things happening. Trade deadline day. Mavs get a win on this evening. NFL honors going on. I'm definitely missing something. There's just a lot of things to keep up with on this evening in the Metroplex. We're trying to give you all of that right here. It's been a fun-filled show, man. On your home of the Dallas Cowboys World Series champion, Texas Rangers, 105 through the fan. And as I say that, one of those things is that the news came out that uh, the Dallas Cowboys should be and are expected to finalize a deal to hire Mike Zimmer as a new defense coordinator Mm -hmm. of the Dallas Cowboys. Zimmer, D.C., last known as the Vikings head coach, took some time off. Going to be coming back to the Cowboys, familiar with the program. I personally think it's a good hire. We've, um, If you've missed it, what was the exact timestamp when that broke? Was it second segment? So it should have been seven. I don't recall exactly. If people want to, if people want to rewind, I want to give, I want to give them that. Oh, uh, when when we talked about it, it was, well, I think it was second yeah, segment it broke. Yeah, it was. It broke in that second segment. We ended up talking about it at about seven forty. So okay. if you want to hit the radio rewind button, I believe that our, our good web manager, Josh Clark, might have already kind of put some of that mm-hmm. online as well. And you can always go, like I said, Aud- Odyssey uh, app where you, you can use the Radio Rewind. You can also go and check out uh, 105throughthefan.com. Go to the podcast page mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where that all of the show is podcasted. You can check there, check the podcast page, and check out all of the things that have been happening as Cansey Masterpiece, Sean and RJ, G-Bag Nation, are on Radio Row in Las Vegas. They've Man. had all sorts of great interviews that are on podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, or also on YouTube, 105 Through the Fan there's YouTube page. There's been great interviews, all sorts of fun happening out in Vegas. They're going to have a lot of fun tomorrow, man. They've had, they got a lot of news to react to. I know they, the, the PJ Washington, Daniel Gaffer broke during, I think, G Bag, so they got to cover that, but. No, that broke during KNC match. During KNC, okay. Deadline was at two. Yeah, you're right. So at two. So still on. They'll, they'll have all that to talk about. Mike Zimmer, um, Garcia getting out of arbitration to being signed for the, for the Rangers. Yes, sir. Um, NFL honors. Like they, 
You're gonna you're gonna want a Tolo. You're gonna want to hear all the shows. Me and Reggie are getting you primed and ready. That's all we're then trying to the, do. The, the Vegas boy is gonna take it home for dessert, baby. Yeah, man. We we are just trying to get hold the baton and take it till we get you back to the guys in Vegas. Who, in addition to all of this fun news and things that are happening around sports, particularly as it pertains to your teams in Dallas Fort Worth. They're in Vegas with all of the big-time people in, in sports and NF, in the NFL in particular. They're getting great interviews. Mm-hmm. I know that Warren Sapp is going to be talked to in the KNC Masterpiece mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember. I can't even think of the names that have been teased for. But as of today, I know that Baldy was on, as he typically is. But then they also talked to Khalil Herbert. They talked to D-Ware. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just what I could think of at this moment where I'm blanking. And I'm telling you, there's been a whole ton of of great interviews mm-hmm. that have happened on these airwaves over the last 24 hours, over the last 72 hours. Been really great being able to listen, so you make sure you turn it on, leave it on, hear all the things that are happening live at Radio Row as we continue to gear you up for Super Bowl 58, Chiefs, Niners. I want to I finish out this. Uh, we've been talking about the things to know for Super Bowl 58, and we talked yesterday, myself at CA talked about the matchup of Niners offense, Chiefs defense, which for me is the more interesting of the two uh, matchups. I think uh, Steve Spagnuolo uh, has been a fantastic defensive coordinator, particularly when we talk about the X's and O's of this. And that Chiefs defense has been the tip of the spear, oddly enough for me, against what is just a, a massive accumulation of talent for the Niners. But today we've been talking about the Chiefs offense versus the uh, defense of the Niners. And one thing that I think is going to be interesting to watch out for is that uh, as we continue to talk about the things you need to know, the Chiefs offense is 19th in pressure rate Mm -hmm. and second in sack rate. Chiefs offense? Yes, the Chiefs offense. So, like, they do not allow a lot of pressure. As far as allowing. Okay. And there are not a lot of sacks. Now, sacks are, at least in my estimation, I think a lot of the football nerds' estimations, sacks are a quarterback stat, right? Holding on the ball too long. If quarterbacks can get rid of the ball or maneuver the pocket or, you know, even, you know, escape the pocket, have a little mobility, your sack numbers are not going to be a problem. But even that pressure rate points to something that is good for the offensive line, I believe. Now, the Niners' defense pressure rate, seventh. And then also their sack rate is 20th. So I, I don't know. Are they going to be able to get pressure on this well, Kansas City Chiefs offense? Correct me if I'm wrong. It's either one or zero, I believe, I, as far as Patrick Mahomes being sacked this postseason. I know through the first two games it was zero. I believe it's one. It, it might have, it might have gotten one. It's either one or zero as far as him being sacked. So either way, very, very low number of him getting sacked. Keeping, keeping Patrick Mahomes upright is a success that is going to pay dividends, I'll say. And – and you don't even just have to stick with the postseason. Only 10% of the pressures on Patrick Mahomes has turned into sacks this yeah, season. They, and, but the big part of this is Joe Tooney will not be playing. Torn Peck was going to try to give it a go, said he's not going to be playing in this game. Obviously a big integral force, but his backup did a good job. We didn't hear his name being called right. during that game, so that's usually a good sign for an offensive lineman. Now, mind you, the Ravens have gotten pressure, but mm-hmm. they don't necessarily. they weren't necessarily a team that was just like a – racks mm-hmm. up the pressures, but I guess the Niners aren't necessarily either unless you just are talking about Nick Bosa. Yeah, I was just going to say, Nick Bosa, one of one. Great pass rusher, great athlete, great defender. The guy on the opposite side, there was rumblings about him not even playing in these last two games because of how porous he was playing and the effort he was giving, and that is one Chase Young, who looks physically imposing, but when the ball is snapped, is not exactly always there effort-wise. Mm. And when you have a guy that is – I don't know how much I can stress this, Reggie. It is the NFC Championship 
and you got Jameer Gibbs running out the sideline, and Chase Young is literally jogging mm. to tackle him. Like, that disgusts me as a football fan. Like, I want that oh, to be – not disgust. I, I just want that to be quite clear. Like, if that was ever on a team that I was associated with, I'm sure there was a reason for why I was doing it, maybe a rhyme. I don't care. It's a bunch of baloney or excuses. You cannot have that on a winning football team and expect to play a lot of snaps. I don't care if you're the worst dude on the field. Dive after the ball, bro. You're like 6'4", 240, physically look like you can take on anybody, and you're jogging to stop Jameer Gibbs in the NFC Championship as they're coming back. Like, come on, man. Like, you got to have more effort. And the Niners are an organization that's a blue-blood organization that prides themselves in being physical. You see the linebackers that they have. You see how Nick Bosa plays football. You see how Trent Williams plays football. And Boy, Debo. buddy, you like, don't want to deal with no Trent Williams. Like, that's the complete opposite of how Chase Young is doing. And so I, I understand why he wasn't getting that many snaps and why they were um, potentially maybe going to bench him. I think he's going to play. But I, I think that's an interesting factor. When you go against a guy like Patrick Mahomes, he will pick that apart. Yeah. He will figure out who the weak link on the defense is and make you stand out like a sore thumb and be the reason that Travis Kelsey gets behind you or – Isaiah Pacheco is able to do a blindside block and free a guy out on a little tight end slip screen. Like those are the little things that people don't talk about, sure. but can be the difference in a football game is you have a weak defender on the backside of it. And now all of a sudden that whole side of the field is exposed. And when you're playing against the greatest quarterback we have right now, right now, guys. Yeah. We don't even have to have the whole, and, and, whole time on yeah, the conversation right, right, now. right now. And Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl, he's going to pick that apart. So, not getting too off topic, I do think this favors You're the Chiefs. You're not off talking at all. This this favors the Chiefs' offense. Like I just think the Niners' defense is good, and Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner are one of a kind, probably one of the best linebacking tandems. But at the end of the day, you got to have eleven guys bought in, and I don't think they have that right now. And I think Patrick Mahomes is that good, where he can expose that one bad effort player to make the whole defense not look as great as it as it should be. On the truckwreck.com text line, that number is 877-881-1053 from the 214. Blake for coach. He'll give them some disciplines. Uh, I don't know about all that. No, you're not you're not you're not I, interested I, in the I, job. I I am I do coach. I do seven on seven and I and I, I try to teach grit and intangibles because talent is great. Are they, it, are they intangibles if you can't if you can teach them? That's a good point. You know I I, I think you can it depends. Well I the guys that I'm having are a little bit younger. Oh, okay, so, so you, you're bringing up the, the youth. I, I'm I got you. I'm the youth. I'm trying to bring it up. I'm like, hey, you see this guy that's playing on Sunday? You don't think there's a guy that's just as fast as him? A guy that can think just as good? What is he doing to make himself? Because I always think Work that's hard. A, harnessing his talents. I always think that's a fascinating point of sports. I've had this thought in my head since I was a wee boy. What makes someone an NFL player versus another? As opposed to a Nintendo Switch boy. <laughs> as a, I mean, to be honest, because a lot of these guys, you'll see a guy run a 4-2 flat. And be look like DK Metcalf and be Hello, like, why, John Ross. why is he not in the NFL? Yes, John Ross Park. Why is he not in the NFL? Why is he not starting? He's got all Hello, the Darius Hayward Bay. He's got all the physical things that you would want. He passes the eye test, and then you see a guy like Brock Bowers, who I saw the other day sitting next That's to Brock. That's a bad man. That's a very bad very man. Very bad man. But if you see the picture, he looks like an IT guy. He doesn't pass the eye test of where he was he had like an auto trader shirt on. Just didn't Are look, you talking about his fit? His fit. It yeah, was no, the, the, buddy. The aura, you, the aura I was like, there. You, you watch him on at, at Georgia. He looks very much not like an IT guy. Or if he's an IT yeah. guy, he's an IT more, guy that you do not want right. to email about none of your problems. More, more, more so outside the outside the white lines. Um, but what makes a guy that intangible thing? Patrick Mahomes. We've seen him without a shirt well, on. That, let, well, yeah. he not like some like. But that that's physically imposing. Just well, sometimes but, people think that's all it is, and it's like. Between the ears, between the helmets, is so much more important than how fast you can run, how quickly you can cut, what your EPA per play is, what your well, PFF I, grade is. They, they they go hand in hand, right? Like, and you, I think you that, need it, but that's the minimum. That's the minimum is being 
physically good and being able to catch the ball and being able to make cuts. You're in the NFL. Yeah, at this level, right? Everybody's fast. There's different levels of fast, right? Everybody's talented. There's different levels of talented. But, yeah, no, absolutely. You're right. Like, the mental portions of this matter. And that's why we got to talk about Patrick Mahomes, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we have to talk about that. And the ways in which, like, he's, his ability to make what Shell, Shell Kapadia calls the 1% plays. We talked about this after the AFC Championship game. And the ways in which it was very evident that they were not, like, unleashing what they were capable of doing. But do you know, like, I don't think we consider just how difficult it is to be able to run an offense on schedule, not just in, like, the, net, the you know neutral way of saying on schedule, but, like, hey, we are not turning this up to 10. We're just going to be, we're just going to run this offense at a level five, but we're going to do it consistently. We're not going to turn over the ball. We're not going to lose. Like, we're just going to keep making the right decisions over and over, and we're going to beat you in that way. That's not an easy thing to do, and he does it flawlessly. It looked like he controlled the game completely while also not, like, putting the pedal to the metal. The best quarterbacks know how to game control and game manage. It does not mean they are a game manager, and that's the title that's on them. Go look at Tom Brady. Go look at Patrick Mahomes. When it becomes time with their defense, they realize how the game flow is going and their defense is playing a certain way and the other team's defense is playing a certain way. Not everything is a shootout to 40. Sometimes it's just keep them at bay and keep the seven-point lead. But and even I- then, like, that's that's easy to say. When we get into the playoffs, you're playing exclusively good teams. It gets significantly dip, more difficult no, to do that. And, and I think some guys don't realize that. Some guys think they have to throw themselves and get it. Lamar Jackson's a great example. Mm-hmm. I think that last game we saw, and me and you even discussed a little bit, when they were down 10, it felt like he was trying to get it all back in one play. Yeah, It felt like Lamar Jackson was pressing and trying to get all 10 points he was down back in one shot play or back in whatever kind of route was ran. And sometimes you have to take it stage by stage. Whether you're ahead or behind, there is a way to manage the game and not let things snowball yeah. and to keep it close. Sometimes it's punting the ball. Sometimes it's on coaching. Sometimes it's on quarterback, and it's all incumbent, and I feel like the Kansas City Chiefs are some of the best game controllers we see. They don't always blow people out by 40 like some people like to see video game numbers in the Tyreek Hill era days. Sometimes it's winning 17-10 versus a very good Baltimore Ravens team and not allowing them to score in the second half. Not, not allowing them to score a touchdown, I should say. Yeah. Like, well, and and that, I mean, to be fair, right, I, I think that there is something to be said for Lamar Jackson was trying to get it all back, and in some ways he kind of did if it wasn't for, like, a fumble on the goal line in certain aspects. Course. But no, I, I think that also in reg- in thinking about that, it's also worth coming back to like a star of this, which is one of the reasons why a a offense of that uh, that 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 was that was rather that prolific, right? Um, felt the need to go and get it back in chunks because they knew who was on the other side, and like there's the idea that he can make all the plays, just keep it on schedule, and keep the train running, but then also he can make the ungodly, you know, how did he do that plays, whether it's Utilizing his legs to pick up a, a first down when you have literally taken everything else off the table, or whether it's him scrambling and then putting a ball into a place that you did not expect, or whether it's him having an uncanny relationship with his number one uh, pass catcher in Travis Kelsey, too. So, where they're off schedule and they're running all around and they're able to find each other. Like Patrick Mahomes is another level of this. That just makes it that much harder if you're facing off the, against them. And I, it's it's an aspect that I think we all know, but you, it can't be overstated the, just how good he is and how much he helps a team win. And I I do not think that. And I and I, I caution myself because I don't even think it's narrative driven. The whole what I was kind of saying earlier with the stats really do not matter and who they're playing when it comes to Mahomes. Would you say that's fair to say? 
I, ha- I, 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 I I'm in that space now where I would not bet against him. He has to show me he cannot win a big game consistently. Oh, sure. Like, I give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm not as far as, like, the stats don't matter. Like, no, I, I'm going to consider all st- this. Stats matter, but when it comes but, to Mahomes, yeah. like, we just saw him go against the best defense. We just saw it. No, I, I know, but this is the thing: is like there was circumstances that did a, that if they line differently, there's absolutely a win there. But I think more often than not, I'm well, not a willing win, to a win for who for the for the Ravens. But who's to say that if Zay Flyers doesn't fumble, he scores? I, I can give him that. I'm, was, I'm that not was a saying that, I'm not saying they're winning. I'm just saying like I'm willing to do the. I'm very much willing to do the. Look at how damn good Patrick Mahomes is. Mm-hmm. He absolutely gives you an outsized win, chance at winning. I'm not going so far as to say everything be damned. And this is the thing, right? Patrick Mahomes has been in that place where the results are everything be damned, right? I'm not trying to, you know, knock him down in any way as if I could. But I'm also, like, I'm trying to be somewhat reasonable with this. And this is my thing is even while you're being reasonable, it's so damn good, right? Like, that's the problem is, like, it's so damn good. We don't even have to get to a place where we're talking reckless because he is that damn Good. Yeah, I, I just think the Niners defense, I think the Ravens defense was better. And we saw that on Christmas. We saw what the better team and what the better defense was, in my opinion. I think the Niners defense will hold their own, but I think I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to get what he wants in this game. And Rasheed Rice is getting to that point where he can kind of have that already um, repertoire that him and Kelsey have, where it's that kind of impromptu, off script, just kind of run a little route, I'm going to find you open. I mean, heck, Noah Gray and Watson are getting open on corner routes, and Mahomes is dropping in the bucket. So, and I mean, some of that also goes to the coach. But man, that dude is so damn good. Like he he makes he is an elevator on top of elevator. He done made Juju Smith look good. He done made MVS look good. He done made um, what's our boy um, Kadarius Tony look good in that Super Bowl last year. I mean, he was what did he have a touchdown? The the punt return like. I, I don't know if there's a better elevator in the game right now than Patrick Mahomes. And, and, and for that certain fact of who they're playing and the Niners who have already shown deficiencies against the Packers and against the Lions, I think that the Chiefs are going to hone in so much more than those two teams did, and they're actually going to be able to capitalize and strangle, think Anaconda, and not let this team get loose and kind of get back into their ways of coming back in the game late against the stout Chiefs defense. I just think the Chiefs are a little too tough, which is crazy to say because I would have said something completely different in the middle of the season, and I'm just being honest. Chiefs didn't look good. They're playoff performers, and Patty just does it for me. So, yeah, those are the things you need to know. In addition to this, per pro football focus and their charting, Patrick Mahomes has not had a single turnover-worthy play on 114 <laughs> postseason dropbacks. Man. I mean, look, it, that it just need, it needs to be said. But those are the things over the course of two days that you need to know for Super Bowl 58 coming up on Sunday. It'll be myself and Blake tomorrow. We'll, we'll do all the fun. We'll talk about some prop bets. We'll do all that stuff. But I feel like we got the, to the heart of the analysis of this. We'll give our, our, our predictions as well tomorrow, as if that matters, right? Everybody's got predictions, and none of them really matter. Ultimately, what matters is what we see Sunday, CBS, Super Bowl 58. It's the Get Right right here on 105 Through the Fan coming up next. Uh, let's do a little sharing time. We do it next on The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. It's a get right right here on 105 3, the fan Reginald Atatula here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, Ersky. Thanks for rolling with us. On a Thursday evening in the Metroplex, all sorts of things happening. An active Thursday, your Mavs got some trades done to bring in Daniel Gafford and P.J. Washington. Uh, they get a win in New York as well, 122-108. to 108. Uh, Your Cowboys seem to have locked in on their preferred candidate for defensive coordinator. That'll be Mike Zimmer. They're working on finalizing that deal. All sorts of things happening, and we're trying to keep you updated with all of it here on your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers 105 through the fan. As soon as I mentioned that, I also remember Dolis Garcia mm-hmm. gets a job, uh, gets a uh, deal done two with years. the Rangers. Two years, $14 million plus possible elevators or is that what they call them? Ele- escalators. Ele- escalators. Escalators. There we go. Escalators. escalators and elevators are kind of the same thing, right? Yeah, but I don't think that that's, uh, the, the terminology works the same when it comes to contracts. What? Um, so they say, they say escalators, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But an elevator is kind of the same thing. I mean, it sounds like it should be the why same can't, thing. Why can they not be interchangeable? I don't if, know. if they were to tweet elevators, do you think people would have been like, oh my gosh, what are you talking Maybe about? I have like no me idea. And you, yo, mama, and yo, cut. Anyways, um, it's time to do a little sharing time here mm-hmm. on the Get Right. Blake, mm-hmm. if you'd be so kind to start and share. I, 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 I can do that. So. Usually when it comes to sharing time, I am porous at it because it's usually just something that's happened in my life, and I just kind of bring it up to you guys as a therapy session, if I'm being completely honest. But I said, let me do the journalistic route, and let me find a story that I can relate and match the two. And that's what I've done for you guys today. So I'm not only going to bring you fun, entertaining, but we're going to have a story behind it per the NBA, per the Knicks, Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart just released a new podcast together called Roommates. And when I was listening to it today, they were talking about their homie getting traded, R.J. Barrett, from the Knicks and kind of how that went down. And it made me think about, have you ever had a coworker that had to leave your job that you were sad about? If you could. Not once. Not never. Hear the clip of Josh and Jalen Brunson reoccurring this incident. We were in Indiana. And so I'm in downstairs like, eating breakfast. R.J. just comes up to me. He said, all right, bro, I'm going to Toronto. I'm like. It makes it seem like it's like a, like, a, like a day trip. We got a game like, tonight. I was like, for what? Like, everything, like, you good? Yeah, bro, I'm going to Toronto. I'm like, 
Was that before the news broke? This is before the news broke. So I'm like, huh? I'm, I'm thinking he's going home for like something, like something happened. Hugs me and like says bye to a couple other people and like walks out the room. And then like two minutes later, I see like the woes tweet and everything. And um, like, that like made me, that like made me sad. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's, it obviously it's a business and stuff. You can't really get wrapped up in that, but it's hard when you build relationships with these guys and you enjoy playing with everybody mm -hmm. and like you have this camaraderie. So for sure. um, he didn't, he didn't say goodbye to me. <laughs> I was looking. They you were asleep probably. They didn't even text me back. I said, send him a nice text. Love y'all boys. Nothing. Not <laughs> Josh Hart getting the, uh, Damn. the, the, the he didn't even text me back. Damn, um, so son. yeah, I, I asked you 877-881-1053. Have you ever had a coworker that was working with you once and then they left abruptly and it left you feeling like Josh Hart or Jalen Brunson dumbfounded, sad that your friend had now left you. And one that I could recount was when I was working at Rustica Woodfire Grill and Wine Bar out in Flower Mound. Well, not the whole government name. Great establishment. Um, one of my friends, um, Ronaldo, left, and it just started this chain effect of everyone within that group. Once yeah. one domino falls, then a manager leaves. And then it's, it's literally like sports. The D.C., they start taking their assistance. Did they go somewhere else? They, they went somewhere else. As this a happens a lot. At least a group, I shouldn't say a lot. Like, I shouldn't say it happens a lot, but I've seen this happen a couple of times in my personal experience um, with places where just people have left one place and, like, everybody's like, hey, this other place is better, and they just keep hiring them folks over and they leave that one place to another place. Yes. I've seen it happen at food service. I've seen it happen in retail. Yep. They, 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 they get this little click. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Let me give you a little insight real quick. Uh-oh. If you've ever worked in food service, there's clicks. There's clicks in a lot of places, but in food service particularly, I've served at food a lot of- Food service is basically just high school. Uh, don't, depends. Don't, it, uh. it depends. Like, I've definitely worked at places that are like high school-esque. You know, when you get a little bit more at a nicer place, maybe not as much, but it's clicky. It's very clicky. I was like, you say that. I have I have friends that work at incredible steakhouses. It, it, it's very clicky. In this DFW. And maybe the stories that they tell me, I'm yeah, like, that it, sounds it's, like high school. It's, yep. very, it's very much gossiping. It's very much drama, whatever it may be. So either way, once one person leaves from said group of clicks, boom, the next domino leaves. Next thing you know, your best friend. That's tough. When you lose your best friend at work, it's like you see that person more often than sometimes you see your significant other or your extended family members or people like that, like, that workplace environment, especially if it's your work wife, mm. that's tough. Mm. Had that happen? Had before. that happen? Let me rem let me reminisce for a second. Just a moment of silence for everybody's work wife out you there. You know, just just one of those people that just makes makes your day better. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that's tough. Let's let, let me, can I just have two seconds silence just so everyone remember their work wife? Okay, here we go. Okay, great. All right. If, I, I hope hopefully your mind was collected and you remember that one. Well. Uh, hopefully yeah. she's doing well. You know, send her a nice text. Say, hey, I know things didn't work out between. Don't us, do that. Don't do that. <laughs> she's not your actual wife. You, I feel like you didn't have a work wife. You just had a girlfriend at work. I feel like that's what you're talking about because I feel like the work wife dynamic is very different. Okay, so what's the difference in a work wife and an actual girlfriend at work? Well, I mean, some situations they're not all that different, <laughs> but for the most part, for the most part, I imagine them just being like, that's that's the woman at work that basically they, they, like you banter with. Yeah, banter with, like you get along with. Light, light flirting, LF. Yeah, you know, very very uh, platonic flirting, I think. It's, it might happen. And then just like every once in a while, they might bring in some uh, some food for you. Okay, the bringing in the food is big. That's that's, that's big work-wife energy. And, and then yeah. the, here, here's the next part. If they don't ask, you don't ask for the receipt. 
They're like, don't even worry about it. I got you. Mm, I got point. you. I've definitely had that happen. Okay, before. from the 469, me and all my homeboys worked at Texas Roadhouse as busboys. Shout out Texas Roadhouse. In high school, once my homeboy Eric quit, we all quit. That's right. We That's out right. the door. This is not fun anymore, especially if it's like they quit on a principal, right? If something happened where somebody was uh, being a jerk to them, and you're like, man, bleep that guy. Like Everybody's I, out of I, here. I don't think people realize. People might think I'm kind of joking and being funny. If you work in a place like this one from the 214, does your office crush count? When she left, I checked out mentally at work. I I think that's there's a little bit of truth to that. You're working an office job, nine to five, nine to four, whatever. You're sitting there in your little cubicle, and you got Janet or Janice or Rachel or Star, whatever her name is, to the Star. left. Star. She sounds like she's into crystals. Star. She's to the left, and she gets you going. She asks you how your day is. She brings you Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts in. She's making sure you're going good, whether you have a wife or not. She's checking in on you, and then one day... Janet's not there. Yeah, I think that it, it has it has to be like pretty fairly platonic for it to be a work wife, because otherwise, then it's just like a possible, right? I I, th- I think both are very hard to overcome. I feel like gone. I feel like it's just a possible. No, of course, like I think that that portion of this, but I feel like this p- specific distinction of work wife is just like clearly this extends to work. Okay, but now, outside of work, this is not like a thing. Someone said from the two and four, work wife is when the wife or work wife friend zones you. Maybe I don't. I don't think that's true. I don't think I, that there's inherently like. I, I think. I think work wife means you're both in relationships and you platonically flirt at work, aka work wife, and not just girl I'm messing around with. Anyways, <laughs> so now now people are building a whole profile for this imaginary person named Star that you mentioned. Um, going back to the when your home, when your homie leaves the job uh, from the two and four, they said man layoffs are the worst. Walked in one day, you see your friend with a box getting walked out by security. Then it keeps happening for like an hour or two. The absolute worst. Yeah, that yeah. sounds terrible. Yeah. And the worst part about it, on top of all of that, like, hey, people I know are gone. You know what's happening next? You got more work. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's happening next is that, hey, man, we just got to do a little more with less. Right? You got the company meeting where uh, boss man is just like, hey, I know this is a tough day, but we just got to do more with less. And you're like, bleep you, dude. Can 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 I address this? Because you brought it up in the break. And Did it I? I brought up in the text. Is it's a one four. Um, talking about my hat. Oh yeah, and I, I just, wasn't gonna say nothing because I didn't want you to be self conscious. However, no, no, it's okay. I just I I'm, I never feel self conscious or awkward or anything. That's things that just don't cross my my brain capacity. I've just put that past me. We're in the World Series and you got on a Blue Jays hat. All all the teams, the Blue Jays. Was it the smartest decision, Tolos? Probably not. But this was a, <laughs> this was the decision I had to make. My hair is not in its greatest condition right now, and the fan cam is on. So we needed something to cover. This is a real two Americas moment, too. Yeah, and and I and I'm just and I'm just being honest with you guys because I love y'all and y'all are my extended family. So I I think honesty is the best policy. And it was either one wearing the 1053 the fan beanie that I've worn the last couple shows, or I had two hats in my car. I had this hat that I have on, or I had a all brown Arizona Diamondbacks hat. Yeah, that one wasn't going to work today. <laughs> wasn't going to work today. And not tomorrow. <laughs> not for a little while, buddy. And so I was like, do I wear the team that we just beat or do I wear the rival Batista, not to the playoffs? Okay, maybe people won't remember or won't even notice. And I didn't even realize until it got brought up apparently on the text line. It's okay, Blake. Will Chambers wears the A hat. Nah, it's clean. See, I just like the hat. I just like the hat. I don't, I don't like the team. But that's the thing. It's like I feel like this is like a two America's team. moment, right? Because there's, yeah. there's, there's one America that wears hats to allow people to know their allegiances. Yes. And there's another America that's like, this is fly. It's this this is a certain color. Completely or fly, this, color, this, it, 
And so I feel like that's that's why you bought that hat because you wanted a blue hat. Right? I wanted a blue hat. It was one of yeah. the first hats I got. It was yeah. Chicago White Sox, which I could care less. Gotta, ha- gotta have the White Sox. The hat. White Sox just is clean. a classic it's just black a clean hat. hat. I don't care about the Chicago White Sox organization. I wish I was a hat guy because that would be dope to just yeah. have the various the o- fitted. The Oakland A's hat is fire great, as well. Great, great green. It's a great shade of green. It really is a shame that that organization is just a, a just I the words that are coming to mind are ones I shouldn't say on air. But it's just a shame because the they look. So so damn good okay. in those jerseys. From the man. 817, we won the World Series. Who cares what team you wear? Yeah, baby. Who cares? Blue Jays in the rear view mirror, baby. Where's Jose Batista now? I'll hook you up with, with some rocket hats. How about that? I, no, there I don't. I, now, I, that's I what we... Some. We got enough Houston propaganda coming with the Texans being Yeah, good. I don't I don't think that that's a good thing that you're doing right now because the, the fans aren't going to enjoy that that portion of what you're doing and, right and now, see, David. And see, on the 214, the issue for wearing the color, those fans, teams will start to talk to you. And I will quickly... I. If you know anything about, oh no, Blake, I just, I just, uh, no, I just like the hat. That's it. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I will quickly put that. I just like the hat. I could care less about the Blue Jays. I, I like the Rangers. End of discussion. I will not even entertain it. Or maybe for fun, I will entertain it. Who knows? But I don't like any of those. Black Sox hat, uh, Green A's hat. Ooh, Blue, Blue Cubs. Cubs hat is a Blue good Cubs. look. Blue Cubs not a, a bad, look. not a bad idea. It's the get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's get you some headlines on a very busy day in the in sports in general, but particularly when it comes to the Metroplex. We'll do it next on the Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.